for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today is Wednesday, November 18th, 2015. It's episode 174 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, Wednesday evenings, join us. AttackoftheAndroids.com slash live takes you right there. We're also on Freenet. Pound AOTA. I'm Matt Lee. That guy right there, his name's Eric. What's up, Eric? Not much, Matt. I'm, I'm learning a lot about drug culture today. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just one of them days. It was a good day. Didn't have to break out the AK. Nick Carroll also joining us. What's up, Nick? It's not a Friday, but uh, I'm still glad to be here, guys. <laughs> That's right. It's not a Friday, but I still ain't got shit to do tomorrow. So let's get high. We'll talk about Android. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where should we start? First off, some interesting. We're always uh, into the whole Project Aura thing, even though we're probably never going to see it. Uh, just the idea. We really like the modular phone idea. I still think it's a great idea if it can be executed properly. Uh, but the team now, what are they working on? Some glassless Google Glass? Which makes it what? Google a- ass? <laughs> if, if you take the glass out of... I'm confused. Well, I don't think you should be confused. Think about... Like the Amazon Echo just shoved into your ear. That's well, what I'm imagining. That's not exactly glass now, is it? That's more like Google hearing aid. It, it Well, and they, they have a picture of the Moto Hint, if you remember that little gem. Um, I mean, yeah, it does kind of look like the, the Google hearing aid. If you're watching live here, tag the androids.com slash live. You can see the video uh, showing the article that's, on Android. I think that's the hint. I could be wrong. I also, think that's what they called it. The also, yeah, there it is. Looks like a hearing aid. I I don't yeah. like things in my ear, like earbuds. Not a fan. I need this, this one's pretty cool. From what I remember, uh, you know, it's just a Bluetooth like earpiece, but it's much smaller, and you can like uh, use the touchpad on it uh, for some some actions. I can't recall, but uh, it's one of the better ones. I think it's one of the more expensive earpieces as well. But uh, it's compact and it goes well, and there's. Uh, software built into, or that comes with the the Moto make the Moto line of phones. I think will work with, or you download it. I can't. I can't. Well, recall. see, I'm I'm a musician, and as as such, we have very sensitive ears. So I like to wear these earmuffs. They're felt lined with chinchilla fur, softest softest material known to, known to humans, uh, <laughs> and they just cover your ear. Are they killing the chinchilla or are they shaving the chinchilla? Sorry, I, I can't hear you right now because <laughs> I have my my giant earmuff headphones on. What what did you say? Are they killing the chinchillas or are they shaving them? Well, mine haven't moved, so I assume they're dead. God damn it. She's such a monster. They're so I soft. I can see though. the benefit of it, though. They're so soft. You can't see the benefit? Well, it's going to be smaller. It's not going to be in the way as much, so that's cool. But no, this is not the benefit. The The whole point of glass was to do augmented reality. That's what we thought. That's what the first video they came out with, completely showing something that doesn't exist. Or, or like, this is totally different. There's no augmented reality here unless you're... Well, what they were doing with Google Glass it was, you know, you had bone conduction for audio. So I guess if you use something like Hint with it, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it I just more like rigor glasses. The the headline, I guess, was misleading me because I was expecting something like glass without glass, which would be like a lens that went on your mm. eyes. Something, the next iteration of glass. This is just a different thing altogether. Yeah, and well, the again, team is working on two. They well, the rumor was, and this is all coming from the information, um, and because we don't have subscriptions, we can't see the source material, um, but. The the original rumors were that uh, they were working on three versions of Glass, uh, but that now it's consolidated down to two. One of it would one of one of those versions would be this, which doesn't have a display, and the other one would have a display. So I don't think that 
I mean, it, it sounds like they're still working on, you know, one that, you know, maybe has a lens like you're talking about, um, but that they're, they've sort of uh, created a glass family, if you will, um, that will, uh, that one that doesn't have, uh, doesn't have the display on it, which if, you know, if you don't want to walk around looking like a dick, then maybe yeah, that's fine. If you just want to be like able this. to ask questions. Yeah, something like this, you know, if you have all the functionality without the visual stuff, you know, I, I know you're cutting a lot of the functionality out, but you can still have the voice act, the voice activation and all that kind of stuff. So, that, yeah, that's pretty cool. So do it's you probably cheaper too. do you is this a different demographic than the watch users? Because a lot of the functionality you just described is also things a watch does without having to stick a weird, gross thing in your ear. Or maybe it'll work with with a watch as well. Like maybe you can have a display in your watch and it works with that. And just a better microphone, basically. I mean, it's closer yeah. to your... I yeah. mean, there may be an app and then that or an app on your smartphone and that. So e- either way, you know, they could do something well, like that. I mean, Matt brought it up uh, when he first started talking about this article. It's coming from the Aura team. We haven't we haven't seen any of this yet. They've been working on glass for how many years? Does the R team even exist? I'm starting to question. <laughs> no. When we go to the offices, it's just a bunch of phones sitting on the floor. There's no furniture. Um I I think that you know, you had you had Eric uh, what's his name? I'm I'm having a really rough morning folks. Eric Estrada? No. What's that? Eric Estrada? Not Eric Estrada, hmm. the former former head of Google. Hmm. What are we talking about? Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt. Schmitty. Uh, you had him talking about uh, saying <laughs> that there was going to be a version of Google Glass, I think, what, like the beginning of this year, if not last year? So the, a lot of this has just been vaporware, and uh, it's hard to get excited about it. Yeah, yeah, I've been one of the critics of Glass in that it's something they should have come out with something a year or two ago. You know, they they announced it, I think, three years ago, and then they had the $1,500 Explorer edition, and then nothing new since. You know, they've had slight variations, um, like, of, of, like, the look, like, colors and stuff like that, but it's been the same thing, and that never really got any cheaper, so you'd have to get it secondhand <clears throat> for it to be cheap, and then they just yeah. stopped selling it, and then they said nothing about it. Then they move it over to the Nest team or, or whatever, and that's it. There's been been nothing, and it's like you at least could put the product out there. You know, other companies have been trying to put out similar products, but without Google to essentially lead the way. You know, and there's no one like Apple to lead the way in this industry. So you had a bunch of little ones by Sony and maybe Samsung, and that they, they didn't go anywhere. Any, they did not go anywhere, and then a few other smaller companies that have like. Here's a set of glasses that looks like a set of glasses, and there's like a little camera there that's maybe a lesser version, or some that were more exotic looking. So, you know what yeah. I'm interested in? Uh, this Asus Chrome bit looks kind of cool. Basically, just a little uh, computer on a stick of sorts. But how does it fit in your ear? I'm really confused. Yeah, no, I thought this one was for the other port on your body. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Well, I mean, just, I'm intrigued. just the shape of it, and it's got a little string hanging out there, so you'd pull... Yeah. Perfect. There we go. But uh, So what is this thing? It's just basically a little 5-inch USB jump drive-looking thing that's HDMI, and you plug it into a monitor, and it's an instant Chromebook? Chromebox? Chrome yeah, stick? Yeah, it's like Chromebox and a stick, yeah, basically. Chrome and a little $85 computer. 85 bucks. How does that compare to like a uh, Chromebox as far as price? Do we know off top? Of uh, the Chrome, Chromeboxes are, I think the lowest ones were like 150 okay. and they, they went up pretty high, but I mean, you can get up to, I think there's at least one that was like a core i5 of the last generation. Uh, and you could upgrade it up to like 16 gigs of Ram, you know, if needed, there were a couple, a couple different, well, maybe more than three different Chrome, Chrome boxes out there. So, but it's like that, but it's smaller. It's like a Chrome, Chromebook or Chrome. I mean, a cast. Chromecast. Yeah, just sticking the TV. You get an extra power brick with it. The power brick is required. It's got a four foot cable that plugs into it as well that powers it. And because it actually requires 1.5 amps to power it, not like 0.5, you can't use the USB port 
on your television set, you know, even if your television set does support powering a USB port, uh, they're limited to 0.5 amps, and this is 1.5 amps. So it comes with the little power brick, uh, uh, four-foot cord, and uh, an extension cord for the HDMI connection, and then the actual Chrome key itself, and that's what you get for 85 bucks. That's it's pretty like, cool, uh, having the USB on one side and the HDMI on the other. It also looks like it's using the same plug that regular Chromebooks use, that round uh C- yeah, cylinder plug. I mean, I don't know if yeah. it's the same. You know, answer. it's a smaller one, but it, it's it's very similar. Yeah, it's proprietary. So what's uh, what's the uh, what's the specs on it? Uh, I'll have to look it up again. I thought it had like two gigs of RAM, but it's like a MediaTek processor. But I'll pull it up real quick. Let's see. Uh, oh, Rock Chip. You got it. Yeah, Rock Chip. Two gigs of RAM, sixteen gigs of onboard storage. And if you compare it to like the Chromecast, the Chromecast is. I think one gig of RAM or maybe half a gig of RAM and four four gigs of storage. You know, this is pretty decent. That's for impressive the, uh, for the footprint of it, right? Yeah. Like putting that much. I mean, two gigs of RAM is awesome for Chrome yeah. OS. I think it's got book... a Bluetooth receiver or transmitter as well, so oh, nice. it can uh, wireless it, keyboard yeah, can... and all and all yeah. that. Yeah, that's really cool. And a smart exactly. radio. Do you guys remember the? Um... Chromebook Flip, the one that they released a few yeah, months ago. I almost yeah, got that when I got that Windows. This has the exact same innards. Oh, cool. Which is amazing. If you look at that and then compare it to this, and the yeah. fact that they were able to squish all that down. Yeah. Um, it, it's an ARM SOC, so that helps. Uh, Mali T764 quad-core GPU. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Um, I mean, you're not going to be, like, running, you know like cloud equations and shit on it, but it's just to run a web browser. It's pretty decent. I mean, you're running to, Chrome OS to so. have something that that's that big, right. To be able to bring wherever you're at and just plug it into anything that has HDMI on it, all hotel TVs. I mean, assuming, you know, you can get this thing on the internet there. That's pretty badass. way lighter yeah. than carrying a laptop, right? Yeah. Assuming you have a screen that you can use wherever you're going. Yeah. The um so in the review they were talking that one of the downsides though is um you know, it only has one USB port. So the the assumption is that you're going to be using a Bluetooth keyboard of some sort and a key and a wireless mouse. Um which is fine, but they noticed that after about ten feet uh, they started getting drops, so that could be a problem unless you want to just sit right in front of the uh, in front of the TV. Um, and if you want to use wired, then you have to obviously use like a something like a uh, USB hub. Will that work? Only has one port. Like I know my Chromebook, it'll work. You can plug in a USB hub and it lights it up and everything. But I wonder if something like this, you'd probably have to power it, obviously. Yeah, if it's a powered USB hub, I'm sure there'd be no problem. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they don't I don't say, know, but you're probably right. I I feel like it, if a Chromecast is 35, this thing has to hit 50. 85 is too much for me personally. Yeah. I think 50. If it was 50, I would totally have one just to have it. You know. Yeah, it's kind of comparable to like the Amazon Fire Stick, but since it's actually a, more like a computer, you get a web interface and all the Chrome apps and everything else you normally do, and instead of like using your like a Chrome browser or an app with a Chrome cast plugin or functionality to cast to it. You basically just open up a browser, hit full screen on any video that you're playing and you're just watching it full screen on whatever display you're using. So, I'll, I'll, but because it's, it? it's a Chrome browser also, you could Chromecast if you had another display, right? That you yeah. weren't plugged into, which would yeah. give it and a little more. Yeah. I didn't see it listed here, but I know that you, the, the Chrome boxes support multiple resolutions, so it's not just a full HD display, 1920 by 1080. It could be potential or possible that this might work on a 4K display or 1440p display. So that'd be something I would like to see someone test out. Because if you have a 4K display, you could probably set it up on your 4K TV. And you know, most of these other devices, like the Chromecast and you know other streaming boxes, most of them don't do 4K output. Whereas you could potentially on this Chrome bit or whatever it's called, yeah, the Chrome bit, potentially output to 4K. So that's an option. One thing, too, if you 
I don't know how how many people would do this, but you could take this and plug it into uh, every TV in your house, and then you know wherever you were, you would always have that access if you needed a, a browser or whatever, or a little computer, basically. It Which, just seems it seems hard to hard to justify. I feel like if I'm going to spend eighty five dollars, it's too much. I, I would just buy a real one, a real Chromebook. Yeah, real quick. If I'm gonna spend, if I want the Chrome OS experience, I would spend I don't know two hundred dollars get one that has a keyboard and a mouse or a keyboard and the trackpad included, because you're you're gonna be paying probably an extra forty bucks or so for a keyboard. Well, and the mouse assumption anyway, is so it's just jumped to one twenty. I think the assumption is probably you have that stuff already, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to figure out if you yeah. have it. And real quick, uh, it does support four K output. So you can actually run Chrome OS at 4K resolution. And so you were the saying the Chromecast does not, or the second? The, yeah, the Chromecast 1 and 2, as far as I know, they only output 1080p. Nexus Player, 1080p. Uh, I think the Amazon uh, Fire TV, I think, does 4K, and, of course, the NVIDIA Shield. I know the NVIDIA Shield definitely does 4K video. But the Apple TV that does makes not. more sense though because there's way more video games set up for that than there are you know things you're gonna watch online. Yeah. But that's pretty cool though. I mean, it, it's I think the the coolest part about it is just the miniaturization of that. Like you went from this to a Chrome box to this little Chrome stick. It, it's I don't know. It's iterative, but it's a cool little thing. Yeah. You know what else is a cool little thing? Tell me. This NVIDIA Shield Tablet K1, which I just noticed, didn't they, like, drop the price on it, 60 bucks or something? Yeah, it's, uh, well, mm, I thought no, I saw no, this something is the before. same price as the, as the original Shield Tablet. Okay, no, I thought I saw something online before we started the show that somebody was having a sale. I should find that. I thought the, I thought the original oh. Shield Tablet was more expensive. I thought it was, like, 299 that's if you wanted the. That's if you wanted the 500 gigabyte version. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted just the, uh, or my, I'm thinking of the Shield TV. No, I'm going to shut up because I think this is cheaper than the original Shield tablet. Yeah, yeah. I think the the reason why this is cheaper 200 bucks. is because. Well, I, th- I think the reason why this is cheaper it's 199 for the 16 gig. Or it, it comes at 16 gigs, two gigs of RAM, but it doesn't include the stylus. There's a the part on the tablet that would that you connect the styles to is gone and uh what else is there there's one other difference i can't remember oh it's uh, a different it comes, bezel yeah different bezel oh it doesn't come with the power supply or the cord it's literally just the tablet and uh, that's yeah. why it's 200 bucks but if you think about it 200 bucks was the price of the original nexus 7 that everyone was picking up because it was only 200 bucks and that was a, a one gig one gig memory Eight gigs of storage, and this is two gigs of memory, eight, uh, sixteen gigs of storage, and it's running the fastest Android chipset currently, at least for graphics. The GPU is the highest power graphics, and the CPU is pretty decent. So, I if it's did, quad core, dual core. Did they do a recall because one of them blew up or something? I just saw this uh, article on The Verge talking about how it's on sale again for one hundred ninety nine bucks after a fire hazard recall. Yeah, that was uh, some of the batteries in the original NVIDIA Shield tablet had an issue, and some didn't, and you sure. had to look in settings to figure out which one was which. I think Eric Makes had sense. one of those. Did yours blow up, Eric? Uh, it didn't blow up, um, but bad. I did have to send it back. Um, they send you a new one? Yeah, they sent me a new one. Eric, was, um, is this thing free. awesome? Is this thing awesome? I, like, do I, I do I need this in my life? It has the it has the same innards, like Nick said, as the um, as the original Shield tablet. No, I don't have um, one of those either. So. And it's a nice tablet. Is I it? still enjoy mine. I'm not looking to replace it anytime soon. Yeah. So if and I if can you play Half Life Two. Can I? I can play Half Life Two on it. Uh, yeah, I think so. Ooh. I think Portal it came two. with Half Life Two at one Ooh. point. In Portal Two, I think. That's that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, one yeah. of the things. Like for me, I, I, I bought like the Nexus Half-Life. Nine instead of the Shield tablet. But I would have bought the Shield tablet had I not bought the Nexus Nine. It was down to those mm. two. See, I didn't get the Nexus Nine because I went with that Asus Qi two, which I have since Ooh. sent back. <laughs> yeah, because of Wi-Fi issues. So, mm. 
I was kind of looking again. I really like that Chromebook Flip, but I can't justify buying that when I already have a regular Chromebook. So well, the one I thing looking. I found interesting is the title. It's NVIDIA Shield uh, K1 is what it's called, which for me leads me to believe that the next iteration of this is going to be the NVIDIA Shield X1 because that's the next iteration of the processor. Of, uh, yeah, right. and actually the Pixel C that's coming out will have the uh, X1 uh, chipset on it, the one that's coming out next month. So, so I also like how they in the press conference or in the announcement they didn't reference the the whole point that oh it it got recalled and and whatnot. They just said hey we're bringing it back because the fans asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> did they Nvidia or did they just want the ones to just work? Well, this is good for them in that it's another skew they can put out, so yeah, they, yeah. they get to make more money on a new product. You know, because you once you sell a batch out to whoever gets it, mm. you are waiting for them either to order another batch or you you know, you have another product to come out. Are these on Amazon? Probably. Can I add I this? I don't know that they're there the, yet. Can I add it to but... the baby registry? <laughs> baby needs know. a baby needs a shield tablet, you guys. It, I gotta think they're they're just trying to hit that they're trying to hit the Christmas rush and when people are looking for a tablet they wanted they wanted to be in the 199 or less category. So that's the sweet yeah, spot. Point. I would also like it to have more than 16 gigs if we're going to be yeah. playing games on the damn thing. But doesn't look it's like they're bringing that back or the LTE versions. Only 16 gig Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's listed on on Amazon at least. It nice. says in stock newest version. Nice. Going on. Oh, and you can yeah. install a, up to a 128 gig memory card. You can bundle it with that, or you can you know, oh, dab one. Going on the baby registry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yes. All it's right. all for the kid. It's so that way you can quickly look up well, no, any well, health issue. Obviously that's... for me, but... Where to buy diapers? <laughs> right. That's right. You can, like, distract the thing. I mean, also... Yeah. All How has that shield tap been working for you, Eric? Like, uh, Does yours have marshmallow yet? Hmm? It, it does not have marshmallow yet, but it's coming. Yeah, like they next, said it's coming. Coming next year. in the yeah, no, coming no, in year, a few it? months. What? Oh, that's cool. What? They said months. Oh, I, the word. Did I misread that? The word was months, Eric. <laughs> oh shit! You I picked, misread that so much. Depression sets in. Eric, are yep. you reading now any I'm of sad. this? Any of this at all? Read no, like. I told you it's been a rough morning. So like I'm I'm reading through this and I'm and I got like I got really happy. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, we're gonna get marshmallow in time for Christmas. Uh, well, actually, it does say in time for the holidays. That so. could be the Fourth of July, dude. You don't know which holiday. There are many <laughs> many yeah, holidays. holidays. You don't know yet. <laughs> There's many holidays. This year. <laughs> so, well, that's good. Coming soon. It's. I mean, they have to like make sure it works with their processor, right? There's a lot of things they're doing under the hood. I'm sure that Android, uh, in this next iteration, because of all of the main major kernel changes and whatnot, you know, got to make sure it works. Same reason it took the Moto X so long, the first version, right, with that X8 processor to get Lollipop, because there was they had to. I don't know what they had to do, but they had to do some shit. Took them forever. They've lost a little steam, though. NVIDIA was typically very good about getting these updates to the tablet really quickly. Yeah. Um, and, it, I mean, they're just it doesn't seem like they're as motivated anymore, which is sad, but it probably just means that they're working on something new. Um, I just want my uh, tablet running Marshmallow. <laughs> well, at least so, it's stock Android otherwise. So. You know what's whack yeah. if... Uh, Tell me. If you want this tablet for two hundred bucks, it's just the tablet. If you want the controller, it's two fifty nine. <laughs> That's bullshit. I think you can get them. I think you can get them used, like on eBay or something, for cheaper. But yeah, the I mean the the controllers are expensive. Period. Um, Is it just an Xbox controller? Because it looks an awful lot like an Xbox. It looks like it, but it does. It has a Wi Fi connection instead of a Bluetooth connection, so there's lower yeah. latency. Is the one thing is there lower la- yeah, that makes sense I guess yeah it's a nice controller it is very Xbox like um, it's a little like I have the 360 controller here it's a little chunkier than than the 360 controller but it's still comfortable mm. 
And can't you also connect it uh, through USB, or am I thinking of something else? Can't you also connect? you can do it? You can do it USB. Um, you can use Bluetooth controllers, but like you said, what they what they recommend is this controller, which is Wi-Fi Direct. Yeah. Hmm. Very tempting. I don't know if I can justify yeah. three hundred bucks though for a, a gaming tablet, but maybe. No, I. I I would just look at I would if you want the tablet get the tablet. Um, I think it's kind of ghetto that they don't include even a USB cord. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's a price saving method. But I said to be fair, it's it's better relatively in terms of where it stands in the tablet space than say the Nexus was Nexus um, Seven was when it came out because Nexus Seven was like middle of the road, not even a rear facing camera. You know, very weak construction. And the Shield tab- tablet is better construction overall. I'll tell you what, though, I like. I know. I see what they were doing by removing the rear-facing camera. They're yeah. trying to, you know, cut down on this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I doing their part. I appreciate that. I do. And so this is full on like just regular Android tablet gets a Play Store and all that fun stuff, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Very tempting. Oh, with I'll- a nice processor. With a nice K1 processor. That's right. Same processor that powers your Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Razer doubling down on the old Android TV. What's, uh, what is the Razer, first of all? Is that that little gaming console thing? Oh, it is. Look at that. Yeah. It's just the follow-up from last week that, you know, we talked about the fact that the Forge TV left the store, and and now Razer is trying to... Uh, save some face hmm. and uh, tell people like, hey, 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 come on, it's okay. Yeah, it's I okay. think it's I think it's good for them to do because this is not a bad product. If you compared it to the other ninety nine dollar items, you know, streaming boxes out there, um, it's it's very good hardware. It's the same hardware as what's in the Nexus six, and uh, without having to necessarily try to be as efficient. So. It's twice as much memory and storage as the Nexus player for the same price when they're both at 100 bucks. So, um, two things. First, this thing kind of looks like the Ouya was like turning 16 and getting rebellious and like had a few drinks and then got a tattoo. <laughs> like that's yeah, totally what it's. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The totally. <laughs> uh, the second thing, uh, if you scroll down on the article here, I do appreciate that Engadget has uh, something called Dear First Generation Sex Robot. An open letter <laughs> to uh, people, I guess. Sex. Generation. That was also recommended for you. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Dear first gen sex robot, why do you know, she always? She doesn't look happy. She always has a headache. It's like you know, one <sighs> thing. One thing they could do just to boost their Ouya market is just yeah. have a version of this. That's the a this sex robot. Ouya. Like every Ouya comes with a free sex robot. <laughs> Uh, that's fun. Sorry, Nick. You had a very you had a very good thought, and and oh, yeah. sex robot all over it. So very sorry. <laughs> I'm actually more interested in the sex robot stuff too now. <laughs> the, well, the soon, directions we're going on this podcast. It'll be but, recommended yeah. for you if you uh, hang out long enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, well, the thing a lot of these companies don't do is they don't innovate. They try to replicate what others are doing. And then they buy, you know, these other companies and don't do anything with it or they kill it because it's competition. You know, if, if you're going to be Razor and you buy the entire Ouya company, the branding, everything, where's the Ouya too? The, Ouya, the company Ouya should have had their own second version product, but they don't have one. Here's this Forge TV product, which is by all accounts, much better hardware and they could really quickly make a Ouya too, but it's like they don't have any confidence in that in that brand. Well, I don't know. So, yeah, I I think that if anything, uh, like this is just them telling people to, you know, hang on just until CES when we might have something to show. Um, but if it's not, honestly, if they can't come up with something that makes me rethink my Nvidia Shield purchase, then they're screwed. Then they yeah. have no. I mean, then they're they're done. Yeah, if they can't come up with anything by by CES that doesn't exceed what is currently available with the current NVIDIA Shield streaming box, and that's also a bad sign. PlayStation View, the VU, is it pronounced VU? VU. VUI? The PlayStation VUI 
PlayStation VUI launching on some Amazon devices, and soon your Chromecast. Very exciting for PlayStation View. What is PlayStation View? It's an internet streaming service. It's like a Those bundle so of whack. other services. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The 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 whack juice dripping off of those things is just palatable. It's disgusting. I do. Yeah, I'll tell you what. We went we went and bought some uh, PlayStation games. Been playing the new Fallout. I don't know why people like that game. It's like Minecraft. Really? Fallout. It's the worst waste of time I've ever. It's just like Minecraft, but it's a fucking like uh, uh, apocalyptic skin on it. Like you gotta go. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Is, is it's not? Did you ever play Skyrim? Is it is it anything like Skyrim? Uh, I played Oblivion. <laughs> Oblivion. Okay, same thing. Is it anything? No, like that? I think it's made. No, with the Oblivion same... was fun and enjoyable. Uh, Fallout Four is neither of those things. I could be wrong, oh, but I, I think I think it's the same engine that's used in Skyrim. Yeah, it's the same game yeah. engine, but it that's where. The similarities stop. Am I the only one who thinks that? I can't be the only one. There's got to be. Mine's still on its way. I, I haven't been able to play it yet. Uh, I'll tell you what. Send it back because it sucks, dude. I don't know. I really? never played it, a. It de- it depends on on the audience. You know, Eric. Maybe there's a lot of people that are enjoying it right now. It depends but... how much of a virgin like... you are and how much time you have to kill because you have no life. I guess if you mm. have lots of. I, I can't get into it. You know what I did I get know. into? I, I'm not a big fan of of Minecraft. Like I, I could never get into it. So maybe. Well, that's then you're a gonna. Did you play any of the other Fallout games? Because I did not. So maybe they're all like this. I didn't either. Okay. Well, you're it's, gonna fucking hate this. <laughs> it's not Sweet. my style of game, but I mostly play first person shooters. That's the stuff I, I had been playing mostly. So. You know what I well, do like the, is the new. Uh, well, I don't know if it's new, but it's the the Batman game on the PS4. The Arkham oh yeah, or whatever that shit's Arkham. pretty cool. You can, like jump around and hang and fly and drive the car. Oh yeah, that's good shit. So oh. PlayStation Vui <laughs> is it's uh it's it's like t- it's TV service. It's like that. Um, it's like the Dish uh, the Dish Network thing where you can yeah. you could get like a certain amount of TV channels. <clears throat> the difference being is that in order for you to well, first off, is it's, it's as expensive as um, it's as expensive as getting a cable subscription. So, what is the point? And secondly, you can only use it really um, in like seven cities: so Chicago, Dallas, L.A., San Francisco. Um, the The benefit, the only benefit I could see, is that there was some mention of cloud dvr you know like from our from our aereo days um but uh yeah i mean that that seems to be about it as far as the appeal i guess if you're really into the playstation ecosystem for whatever it's worth maybe it's something worth doing and your cord cutter or something i don't know how is this cord cutting though like that's what i don't understand because that's how it keeps getting presented if you're buying a fucking bundle of 85 channels for 64.99, regardless month, of what form cutting. that comes in, you're not cutting the cord at yeah, all. You're going from one abusive uh, spouse to the other. Yeah, well, maybe you don't. Use Where you a... should be going is the shelter and get your life back on track. That's right. But no, you go back to the bar and then you end up going home with with a, a Netflix or something. Well, I think why the reason why you'd use it as a cord cutter is like maybe you have a relative that's using the actual that they have the landline essentially they're using the cable service but they're not using the streaming service. Maybe you those people aren't they don't own PS4s, dude. <laughs> that's the wrong demographic. Well, well, well I guess maybe that's why they want to that's why they want to expand it to like you know these other things. So yeah. Yeah, because I can imagine that they had a lot of subscribers when it was just on PS3 and PS4. No, so this this totally makes sense. Are you kidding me? Like, Gamer these are the kids same people don't that bitch about a video game costing more than fifty dollars. They're not going to pay sixty something a month for TV. No, but their parents might. You don't know. <laughs> there you go. Hashtag you know, Gamergate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's instigate those people. <laughs> Maybe we can, like, get them to fight ISIS and then, like, two birds, one stone. There, there's, 
There's plenty of people fighting ISIS now, I'll tell you that. Anonymous. Did you see that? They're like just like they yeah. took over a bunch of their Twitter accounts and then uh just like, recently like started just naming off a bunch of people that are involved. Like go get them. That's cool. Come on. I I changed my Facebook picture to have a French flag, so I think I'm also fighting ISIS in a little way. <laughs> the rebellion <laughs> I bought well Eric you'll be happy to know I purchased a yellow ribbon just so that I could support you oh, did you go. tie it around the old oak tree no I put it on my car no <laughs> oh that's nice I'm not even I don't remember what the yellow ribbon's for I don't either yeah supporting something I don't I don't want to like I think steal it, valor or something so let's just say that's not for me supporting war I think I don't know that's good. People that are off so, the war, I think. Uh, Google's uh, cutting some Android app prices to increase inventory. Is now when, I I don't think inventory like when when you hear the word inventory that means you got a bunch of shit taking up space that you got to sell so that you can make money to then purchase more inventory, right? Uh, this is digital space. How how does that work? They're just saying that the minimum price for buy that you can set for an app in a region or whatever mm-hmm. is now lower. So you can go as low as X before. But wasn't to free? Wasn't it free before? I well, I don't. It's like say the cheapest app you can have is a dollar, and then if you want anything cheaper than that, you can only oh, go down to free. Oh, so now we'll see a whole bunch of crappy apps that are like forty nine cents. Oh, that's cool. I think it's the equivalent of saying like of before where it was like, well, you, you could have free apps and then the minimum is two bucks. Like now it's 99 cents. So like maybe in, maybe in the native currency, it's a little bit more in line with what we would consider the easy buy. Um, the countries that they're talking about, uh, like Peru, Philippines, Poland, Russia, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, like, and some of these drops are pretty significant. Like in South Africa, it went from, uh, ten, I forget what they use, but it went from ten to three ninety nine. In Thailand, it went from thirty two baht to ten baht, um, which is you know a very significant drop. So it makes sense to me that app developers that want to actually make money on their apps from people um, people purchasing them versus ad revenue uh, yeah. now have better options. Now, would you go WikiPad or would you go Shield? <laughs> Wiki, that's a very tough question. The WikiPad it has a Tegra three in it, which is eh, kind of showing its age now. Yeah, mm, I would go WikiPad. Are you kidding me? I would go Zoom. I would go Zoom. <laughs> running, <laughs> running, honey, oh. Yeah, that shit was great. I mean, one gig of RAM and a 1.3 gig quad core, come on. Now, if if you're going to buy a tablet, I think NVIDIA is killing it uh, with all of their Android stuff. If you're going to get Android TV, you get NVIDIA. If you're going to get a tablet, get an NVIDIA tablet. Mm. I'm telling you. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Decisions, decisions. Uh, Oppo is are, are we done with that cheap so cheaper apps cool uh, Oppo yeah, it's good, good for people you, you elitist prick no that is <laughs> now that you have explained to me what it's for uh, Oppo is going to start offering a near stock Android outside of China which will be exciting how do you like your Oppo Eric I sold it oh interesting. Thanks, Swappa.com. Why is that? Because it's we we've talked about it before. The I I don't have any proof, but my theory, which came from Shane Brady, I think is a good one, and that is uh, these companies they want to hit the low price point and they use really really cheap components that die very quickly. Oh, I remember um, the over time getting way slower issue. Yeah, Which exactly. All phones kind of do that, but not that quickly. <laughs> it should yeah, last it, the it was year a or two. Significant dip. Like when when I felt it happen on the Oppo, 
like it was sudden and it was way earlier than it should have been, I feel. Um, I've used ColorOS like they're talking about. It's not bad. Um, it's it's more it, – it definitely is more TouchWiz than it is uh, stock. Um, Didn't it not have an app drawer, if I remember correctly, right? Oh, or am God. I thinking of something else? You you might be right. I don't actually remember. Um, app drawers are overrated. It, just wallpaper, man. Come on, <laughs> make my phone look like Windows desktop. Just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know. Like it it seems it's funny to me that these you know they <clears throat> they started out like the first time we heard about Oppo was um, they were doing the N one and that you had two options you had Color OS or you had Cyanogen. Uh, so. They're sort of doing the same thing, except they're not going with like maybe they just learned how to do it themselves. They're not going with a third party like CyanogenMod. Makes yeah. sense. But uh, it was not well supported anyway, so I, I really don't have much faith. Like buying, so buying an Oppo phone is weird. Um, maybe it's gotten better, but like I had to go to some weird website that, you know, I I think it's like semi official, but they bring them over from China. So that experience wasn't great. Um, they didn't do a good job at updating software. Um, I don't really, you know, this this just seems like a, you know, a way to try to get people like us that like stock to try to trick us into buying it again. But I don't, I really don't think you should do it. How was it the worked? malware? Did the did the malware work well? It wasn't bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it malware. I'd call it like mehware. Mehware. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. Trademark. Oh, All right. Well, uh, let's see. This is kind of cool. Google search indexing on uh, letting you stream Android apps. Like just in in the search. I really like this idea. Yeah, so it's it's the idea that you've, you know, maybe there's an app out there like, I don't know, like Hipmunk or something. I don't know if they have a website. I don't think they do, but. You know, it's an app that lets you buy that lets you buy like hotel rooms, like lets you book hotel rooms. So <laughs> you mean hotels.com? No sort of, but maybe maybe the app does it better for some reason. Um, <coughs> the example that they're using, oh, here we go. The example they're using is Hotel Tonight. Um, so there's no there's no website for Google to crawl and spider and index. So they're indexing the apps, and then on top of that. You, you, they're making it to where you don't have to actually – so it will come up in your search results because they've indexed it, and then you tap it, and you don't have to actually install it to your phone. It streams the app to you. It's basically like so you, opening the page in an iframe and like showing you – like in essence, that's what it's doing. That's kind of cool. I, I like it because I, I find myself, especially when I go on vacation, it's like, okay, maybe I need this app. Be, well, perfect example. Like we went to Thailand, and I needed the um, for the SkyTrain for public transit. And I find like I, every time I go there, I'm installing it, then I'm uninstalling it. It'd be nice to just stream it, get nice. what I need, and be done. Does it does it let you log in like for like something like Hotels.com if you have an account on it, but you don't like you do what I do? I'll install it because there's large gaps of time where you're not doing hotel things, and then maybe a, you know a couple times you need it. Like, will can you use your account on there, or does it not? It is. It's virtualizing this. Um... They, they say that part of it is through the Google app that's already installed. Right. Um, and then what Google's doing, they're putting the rest of it uh, on virtual machines in Google Cloud. Mm-hmm. So um, it's running the app. I would assume that if you can log into the app normally, you could assu- you could uh, log into this one. I wonder if that's there cool. are any file space savings, like if you have a very small like storage space on a relatively small smartphone or something or inexpensive smartphone. I wonder if there's an advantage you have a lot of apps in the virtualized the only thing i could see is that if it's storing all that stuff in like uh the google play uh, app itself or whatever then that would start to get big but probably nowhere near as big as having the actual apps themselves installed i can see this being used theoretically on like if you have a chromebook in theory you know have virtual android software running you know through 
something on the Chromebook. I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool yeah. if it did that. Like, if you search for something and it just virtualized the app version of it. I do find that weird, though, that these things have no website for them. I mean, that kind of—I guess, but it, it, it like slaps something together, right? I don't know. That seems—it seems weird. Well, it's it's like uh, Shane's Shane's Peeps, the app that they've been working on, that group up app. Like, I. I don't think they have a website. I, I think they have a website, but I don't believe any of the functionality is in the website because the whole point of it is that Kinda you're like, on the go. Like Instagram, something. right? If you go to the website, it's very like restricted as far as what you can do. You can't like upload pictures. You can't. You can really just look at shit. You can't do much of anything. Yeah. But then the like, app. Would has it make all sense the... to have a Wi-Fi analyzer with a website? No. Yeah, but I, it, I can it makes that. sense to have a Wi-Fi analyzer. But why are you are you Google searching? like Wi-Fi access points. I mean, your example, you might be like, why am I having problems here? You know, why am I having problems in my, in my apartment? And Google would show you that like, yo, this app says that you're on a channel that everyone else is on because everyone got their modem from the same DSL place and it's all <laughs> channel 11. Yeah. That's cool. I feel like you're speaking from experience. Uh, yeah, actually, I just I just checked it out the other day when we moved some stuff, and there's like 18 CenturyTel, <laughs> CenturyLink, whatever they are now, uh, and they're all on the same channel, <laughs> just stepping right over each other. It's like your better channels are one through nine. <laughs> Stay away from eleven. Your channels, everything else. Yeah, that's good shit. Ooh. Did you see the whole thing about um, the Google uh, Google Photos and uh, offering you a way to reclaim space? No, but I did see that Google Plus was updated, and I'll tell you what. Try to find Hangouts on Air yeah. for a page in the new interface. Try it. It's not. It doesn't exist. I I have not gone to Google Plus in a very long time. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that's the thing I noticed earlier. I was trying to find the Hangout section through here. Mm -hmm. and I Gone. And then I even went to hangouts.google.com under the AOTA uh, account. Like, you know, you should yeah. be able to. And it, Wait, it, so you mean just clicking the Hangouts icon on the top right? No, but it, in a page. In a page. Is it there? Is Hangouts on Air there? I don't think you have it. If you're looking at G+, Eric, okay, I don't think maybe you not. have it. Oh, okay. Here, I'll stream you what I'm seeing. Yeah, let's see it. So here's what it looks like on mine. Wait, there's... wait, go up. What's that? Okay. But it usually uh, yeah, it looks like right here. Yeah. yeah, it used to be like Yeah, right... yeah, yeah. See, I didn't... It's not anywhere. Like, that goes in and out. But... Yeah, but it's not in any of those things. And so you have to go to hangouts.google.com, but then that takes you to a version that didn't seem to have Hangouts on air. Maybe I just didn't look long enough. But <laughs> Did yeah. you try Googling Hangouts on air? I did actually, <laughs> like an asshole, I searched for hangouts and it gives me all of these like groups and communities about hangouts i was like duh that was very good <laughs> oh god are you google much nah. <laughs> let me google that for you sorry but that had nothing to do with what you were saying but uh google photos is doing what now no, it's close. It, there, it used to be part of it. It's just saying that uh, you know how you could take pictures, and they offered um, unlimited storage if you you could either store yeah. original size with your drive uh, storage space, or you get unlimited if you let them compress the photos. Well, if you were one of those people that did them at original size, and then you're like, oh man, I'm running out of Google Drive space, uh, they're adding an option called, re, uh, I believe, Recover Storage or Reclaim Space, one of the two. And you'll be able to choose that, and it will go through, and it will grab all of your original, uh, your original quality photos and compress them down and give you that space back in Google Drive. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm, I, I always upload the original um, just because I... I I want to have like the high quality original, but you're a for data most hoarder. people, I'm sure that they're fine. Say it, because you're a data hoarder. Because I'm a data hoarder. You are. I know you are. Yeah. 
I know for me, I've been compressing everything, so. It's because you don't want your memories to be full quality. <laughs> when I'm old, I won't be able to <laughs> see well anyway. So. Why is everything in anyway. 640 by 480? Because <laughs> <laughs> everything's pixelated. Uh, that's awesome. It's the beginning of the end. If you just didn't remember stuff and you just thought that's what shit looked like back then. <laughs> You're like, I yeah, have all these podcasts like, to listen to and I have these pictures to look at. That's memories. Uh, new scared. new camera app coming to Marshmallow. I have Marshmallow. Do I have a new camera app? I don't, I if don't, you don't, you can download the APK. I don't know where my phone is. Oh, no. I have to look it up. is the same version that uh, already comes with the Nexus 6P and 5X. Um, it's a different UI. It, it looks pretty nice, but the cool thing, it has like some extra features, um, that, uh, and one of them in particular I'm excited about, which is that when you're taking video, if it's out of focus, you can tap to focus now. Whereas before, if you tapped, it would take a picture, because that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. I you, think I was instead of tap to focus. Is that what you're saying? No, no. So okay, I, if you're taking a video and it's out of focus with the current camera app, if you try to focus it by tapping to focus, the same as you do for the for taking a picture, it doesn't focus the the video. Instead, it takes a picture of what's on the screen. Oh, in video. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. now it'll actually tap to focus. Um. If your phone supports it, there's going to be an auto HDR plus mode. Um, and uh, see here, you can also do burst photos, I believe. I pretty much shoot everything in HDR plus. Do you? I like it. Makes and, things. And that pop. just takes three pictures, right? I have no clue, but they look nice. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I filter the crap out of them in Instagram. <laughs> Dear God, Matt, you're a part of the problem. I, I kind of am. You? If you look at my Instagram, I'm I'm a pretty big part of the problem. <laughs> Future generations are going to be so depressed. At the They're jam be like, hole. The world looks so much better back then. Yeah, nope. right? Like, nope, man. Just filter the shit out of it. You guys smoke Archaeologist. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, it's nice. You should download the APK. I might have to. I don't know. I'm kind of happy with my camera. Although I will tell you, like doing videos, it does like to try to autofocus a bunch, and it never gets it very good. So that yeah, might, that might be nice. That's to something have. I noticed too. Yeah, uh, this is kind of cool. Amazon finally yeah. stepping up their security game, offering two-step authentication now. So I hope we all go and get that working on our Amazon accounts, and then while you're there. Buy some stuff through the Attack of the Androids link. There's an Amazon link <laughs> right there. I know, shameless. But I love uh, it. yeah, this is kind of cool. Does this let you use Google Authenticator? Yes, it does. It does. So does Facebook. So does WordPress. And if you use these things, you should have two factor. You know what doesn't? And it's so weird to me. I don't know why it doesn't, but Twitter. Twitter does not. <laughs> They they do it via text message and possibly yeah. through the Twitter app, but I don't use the official Twitter app, but they don't let you use like authenticator. It's weird. I have like everything in there except for Twitter. It always sends me a text message. <laughs> I I like you know, once you get started with uh using the Google Authenticator app, it's really good. It's so um, good. It's yeah, so it, necessary. It, it's just second nature. In this terrorist laden climate that we are all living in eric and you probably know this better than anyone security is key security is key you pc bro uh totally pc bro oh cool wsu what state bro <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah that's good i'm glad amazon is doing that i'm gonna enable that uh as soon as we're done with the show and i yep hope to not buy this shield tablet <laughs> I put it in there for you, so that way you could two-step verify before you buy your Shield tablet. Yeah, I you can buy that. that Shield tablet with the uh, Attack the Androids Amazon link. Yeah, except I can't, because I made the thing here. 
I need to run through a proxy and use a different Amazon account, in which case I then need to apply for an Amazon credit card because I don't have any, like, money. This is all on credit. (laughs) So. Perfect. Perfect. That's the American way, man. No, I know. It's the American dream. I finally realized it, and I've been living it. And uh, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. That's why it's a dream and not a nightmare. (laughs) For now. Yet. For now. Uh, Anything else? This is kind of cool uh, if you're into music editing. I haven't messed with it yet, but I, I remember we were talking about, like, in Marshmallow, I think, that Android was getting MIDI support. And that there was always, a, a like, a rift there for, like, iOS and Android. iOS did have really good music stuff because their latency was, like, super low and that's, like, that was their thing. Uh, Android apps like always miss the mark on this kind of stuff. So now that they have this sort of thing built into it, uh, it seems like it'll start getting better. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, I haven't messed with this yet, but it's called Stagelight, and it's one of the first ones. It's music editing app that uh, lets you just do everything: MIDI, uh, edit, all that. And it started out as a Windows app, uh, Windows audio editing. So. Uh, basically like GarageBand for Windows. But, uh, yeah. They, I'm a little confused because they, they talk about the the latency, which when we discussed it, um, if I remember right, was based on a – it was a it was a, a problem in Linux. Like it was a Linux problem, um, which is why it became an Android problem. But are they saying that their app fixes that? No, no, no. They're saying when they started testing that there was like this between half a second and two second latency issue. If you're trying to tap a beat out, right, on on a a pad on your phone or your tablet or whatever, your shit's going to be off because it's not – you're not hearing it when you're hitting it, like on a machine or something like that, a beat pad. Like their latency was too much. So then they said when Marshmallow came out, we were able to do this with like near zero um, latency because of, I don't, is it the MIDI support or what? Uh, let's see. What is it? It doesn't say. So they, they specifically said marshmallow. Cause that's the part I, I didn't see. Yeah. It says, but with the release of Android marshmallow, this isn't the case. Uh, they open labs. They worked with both Google and Intel to fine tune stage lights ability to perform on par with other pro audio editing apps. Uh, Stagelight app is initially available for free download, but much like the Windows application, uh, the free version lets users create new tracks, offers tutorials. Uh, the premium version is between $10 and $100 and lets you save tracks, share, upload to music sites like SoundCloud, uh, use better looping tools, gain access to bigger sound libraries, stuff like that. Uh, they say even more than fixing the latency issues, they said bringing Stagelight to Android will help further their company's goal getting more people comfortable with making music music <laughs> uh so yeah i don't know it's kind of cool i'm gonna download it since my phone is marshmallow now and uh see if it's anything worthwhile but it looks cool and i haven't seen anything yeah. yet to take advantage of this uh latency thing in marshmallow so yeah i'm looking i was i Google around a little bit, and there's an XDA article where uh, they're saying that Google reduced audio latency with Marshmallow, but that it is, quote, still not enough. Oh, really? And they're saying that they haven't been able to get under 10 milliseconds, which is... That's pretty close, but yeah, it isn't enough if you're actually trying to come out and be like, yeah, this is as good as iOS or Windows, you know? Yeah. So maybe for a good first step, I'd, I'd love to hear what you... Uh, you know your your thoughts when you download it. Yeah, looks interesting. So, all right. Well, anything else before we wrap this up? One thing I just noticed is this uh, article is on GigaOM, and I thought that site was uh, killed last year, but it looks like uh, a company bought it and brought it up. So that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, huh? I oh Matt, like we've uh, been duped. No, it, it's glad to be back. I mean, it, it's back up and running, running. But some of the people I used to follow there, like Kevin Tofel. Uh, and o- O'Malik. <laughs> yeah, O'Malik. It's yeah, like O'Malik. O'Malik. <laughs> like Giggo. <laughs> I like that guy. I, I always enjoyed uh, the twits that he was on. He was always yeah. entertaining. Educational. Mm-hmm. So, cool. so, Eric, what's our email address? Our email address is show at attackoftheandroids.com. What's our website? 
Our website is www.attackoftheandroids.com. Eric, you don't have to say the www. It's http://www.attackoftheandroids.com. <laughs> Holy crap. That's home movies, right? You guys watch slash index <laughs> slash yeah. dot org. Dude, I was I forget what I was watching the other night, but it was some uh TV show and I mm-hmm. kept hearing this voice, it was so familiar, and then he said something and it, it snapped and it was Coach McGurk's voice. I was like, No way <laughs> That was so good. <laughs> I totally forget what I was watching, but yeah. All right, uh, com. Just like he said, check it out. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, so leave us reviews and all that. And buy something through the Amazon portal, because not enough people have those. I mean, we're like the only one. We're probably the only podcast you listen to that has one. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. All right, thanks for listening. Morning. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.